The following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Nichols inside to Fisher. Back out top to Natalie Siegel. To Pierce. Into Fisher. Back over to Nichols right wing. 18-footer. Good. Katie Nichols leads the team with seven points. Today is live coverage of the Girls State Tournament in Lincoln featuring the Pleasanton Bulldogs. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Rebound, Pierce able to save it. Got it into Linder, and they run the other way. Coast to coast, putting it up, scoring, and a foul to go along with it. Chance at a three-point play here for Pates. After a semifinals appearance in last year's state tournament, the once-beaten Bulldogs are looking for more this weekend in Lincoln. It's Pleasanton State basketball tournament action coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Lincoln with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone, from North Star High School in Lincoln. It's time for D1 Girls State Basketball action to the 2019 tournament as the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs take on the Lady Indians of Weeping Water. With our producer-engineer, back at the studio, Stacey Johns, I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along with us on this Thursday afternoon in what has already been a little bit of a wild and wacky first session here at the state tournament. In fact, in D1, there's a couple of points away from us having two different semifinalists in Elkhorn Valley and Archbishop Bergen. Both were behind in their basketball game late in the contest and came back and won. In fact, for Elkhorn Valley, they're the eight seed. They were down by as many as 13 points to North Platte St. Pat's before rallying to win. St. Pat's really shot themselves in the foot from the free throw line. They were 8 of 23, including 2 of 12 in the fourth quarter, missing four straight free throws in the last 35 seconds. And with uh, 1.7, Elkhorn Valley hit a free throw to win it 55-54. to They'll take on an Archbishop Bergen team who scored the last seven points to beat Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family 54-50. to Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family kind of froze up uh, in the last minute. They had the basketball and a three-point lead, ended up giving it away, missing a free throw. And then with a 50-49 to lead, they had a three-on-one in the paint and made two two-foot passes. They had an open layup, didn't take it, then ended up missing free throws when they were fouled and never scored again and were beaten by a score of 54-50. to The other game here in D1 following us will be Dundee County Stratton taking on the defending state champions from North Central. Of course, North Central beat Pleasanton in the state semifinals last year. Some other games that are going to be going on later today – on 1230 AM, KHAS and ESPN, 1460-1550, C2 could be one of the games of the day. Now, on paper, we've already had some great ones, but Hastings St. Cecilia takes on the defending champion in Superior, and that game's over at Lincoln Southwest. Then we have a doubleheader for you on the Breeze, 94.5, from the Devaney Center at 345. Adam Central will play Wahoo, and then at 7 o'clock at Lincoln Southwest, Blue Hill will take on Crofton. Other games from earlier today in Class B, the 8 beat the 1. Elkhorn South over Sydney, 51-37. And Crete beat Omaha Scut, 48-29. Tonight, Northwest will play Seward at 7 o'clock. 
in D2. It was Sterling over Chambers Wheeler Central, 44-37, and number one, Fall City Sig Hart over Ewing, 58-39. And in C1, Lincoln Christian beat West Point Beamer, 46-35. They were involved in a bus accident on the way from the school to the Devaney today. Uh, nobody injured, but it made them late getting there. In fact, Coach Orduna didn't get there till right about tip time. And they will take on Mitchell, the number one seed, beat Columbus Lakeview, 45-41. You're listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99. When we come back, we'll take a look at the starting lineups and hear from head coach Jordan Arnsdorf here on KKPR. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are, in fact, focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it. And we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is, is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. For Pleasanton, they come in with the full 14-lady roster today. Weeping water, they will be short. Now, they're losing a freshman in a candidate's porter. She's out ill today. She was a spot player, only averaged one point a game as a freshman, but she will be on the sidelines today with an illness. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. We told you what has happened. Let's tell you what will be happening. Class A just getting underway. Millard South playing Lincoln East. Then West Side against Lincoln Southwest. Pius will take on Benson. And Millard North will take on Papillion La Vista. Tonight in B at Devaney. Northwest and Seward at 7, followed by Waverly and Elkhorn. Tipping off in C1, Bishop Newman and North Bend Central. And then the Adams Central Wahoo game. In C2, just getting underway. Ponca and Oakland Craig. Then St. Cecilia Superior, Blue Hill Crofton. And tonight, Fillmore Central against Lord Central Catholic. And in D2 tonight at Lincoln North Star, where we are at Humphrey St. Francis, will play Why Not? then BDS will take on Mullen. Let's go ahead and take a look at the starting lineup for this afternoon's D1 State quarterfinal, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for Weeping Water. They'll go with number three, a five foot six inch senior, Brianna Lawson, averages four points and three and a half rebounds. Number 11, five foot six inch sophomore is Reba Wilson, averages two. Two points and two rebounds. Number 23, 5'8", sophomore Grace Cave. She averages 18 points, five and a half rebounds a game, and already receiving some Division I offers from South Dakota State and UNO. Number 25 is 5'5", junior Peyton Barrett. She averages 20 points and six rebounds a game. And number 33, 5'5", senior Lexi Aarons, averages one point and two rebounds a game. The head coach is Joel Haberman, assisted by Michelle Heath, Jay Toomey, and Marilyn Mozina. Weeping Water is 18-8. They lost in the sub-districts to Archbishop Bergen, but then with the new format beat Hitchcock County 85-66 to make it to state for only the second time in school history, the first seven years ago in 2012, coming out of the East Central Nebraska Conference. They are ranked fifth in the Omaha World Herald this week. 
For the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs, number 11, 5'2-inch junior, is Katie Nichols. Nichols comes into the ball game, averaging six and a half points and three rebounds. Number 20, 5'5 sophomore, is Natalie Siegel. She's averaging five points per ball game along with four rebounds. Number 22 is a 5'8-inch sophomore, Isabel Pates. She leads the team in scoring at 12 points with nearly three rebounds. Number 25, 5'7", sophomore Casey Pierce, 6.5 points, 6 rebounds. And number 33, 5'11", senior Megan Fisher, 9.5 points and 6 rebounds. The head coach is Jordan Ernstdorf in his first year, assisted by Randy Bauer, who was the coach previously, and Brianna Dynas. They're 25-1, defeating SEM and Central Valley in the sub-districts. And Friday, a big fourth quarter to take a six-point lead to a 23-point win over Randolph, 47-24. They're ranked number one and number two in the Lincoln and the Omaha Pickers coming into tonight's ball game. Out of the Fort Kearney Conference, this is the ninth trip to state. Of course, they were fourth place last year. They were the runner-up in 92 and 2008. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And we will be back and hear from head coach Jordan Ahrensdorf right after this. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. This morning we had a chance to chat with Coach Jordan Arnsdorf of Pleasanton on the Doug and Daddy Show. Here's a little bit of what the coach had to say as they get ready for the state tournament. Making their trek to Lincoln are the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs for the second year in a row. And head coach Jordan Arnsdorf joins us here on the Doug and Daddy Show. And nothing has transpired since the last time we talked to the coach except a few practices as they pulled away in the fourth quarter to beat Randolph last Friday. And Coach, uh, has the kids made it through the week uh, happy and healthy and ready to go? Good morning. Yeah, hey, it's good to talk to you guys. Um, yeah, we made it through the week healthy. Uh, we're relaxed. We're, you know, happy to be back in Lincoln and try to use our experience from last year, and hopefully it pays off this year. Coach, we talked about what you might want to work on uh, and what didn't necessarily click for you in the first three quarters against Randolph. Uh, what did you guys do in practice this week? Yeah, you know, we, we came up with a good defense game plan. Um you know, there's no no lie. Uh, you know, Weepy Water is two of the better players in D1 um, with uh, Grace Cave and uh, Peyton Barrett. We're going to have to stop those two. And then we worked a lot on our offenses, our offensive scheme this week, and we put in some new wrinkles. So. Well, let's talk about those two gals. When you get that much of a production, and on one side, uh, obviously, Weeping Water scores points. They're the highest-scoring team in the field, so if they score points, you're going to have a couple of kids that get the job done. But what is it that these girls do uh, that makes them a little extra special? Yeah, you know, they're uh, they're finesse players. They're really fundamentally sound. They're good shooters. They can handle the ball. They can pass the ball. You know, I'm excited for that matchup. I think we have a couple of the best defenders, you know, in Class D that can that will, uh, you know, that can give them some, tr- give them some problems. Um, you know, there's no, no line on Grace is one of the best guards, probably all class in the state. And it's going to start with her. And then, and then Peyton is one of the best shooters in the state. So we got to stop those two. Do you change what you're doing defensively today at all? No, we're going to match up with them. Um, you know, we have a couple of wrinkles we might throw in if we have to, but, uh, hopefully we can just match up with them and play good defense, help out. And, um, you know, I think what's exciting is 
you got one of the best defensive teams in Class D, you know, going up against one of the best offensive teams in Class D, and I guess we're going to see what breaks. That's the next place we'll go here. Coach Jordan Arsdorf joined us here for Pleasanton, getting ready to take on Weeping Water. You guys can score, but when you are in trouble, even like uh, against Randolph, when it's not clicking, your defense always makes sure that you're basically in the lead, at least for most of the season. Are you more working on offense or defense throughout the season? Is defense something that just came naturally? Uh, Talk about why your kids, even as young as you are, are so good defensively. No, we work on defense a lot, probably more than we do offense. Um, you know, we're an athletic team, so we know that we can be a very, you know, very good defensive team. So I think that's important. Um, and then, you know, like I would tell the girls who play good defense, you know, the offense will come. Um, you know, we got girls that are capable of knocking out shots, and we, we have girls that are well-rounded and very skilled. And hopefully, you know, that that shows the state tournament this weekend. Coach, uh, the two gals that we talked about from Weeping Water, neither one are seniors. And for the most part, the gals that lead your team in a lot of the categories aren't seniors uh, either. Uh, how do you see this matchup tonight with some of these young kids? They haven't been here before, and your gals obviously uh, made it into the semifinals last year. Yeah, you know, that's exciting. You know, their best player, Grace, you know, is a sophomore. She's got a, she's got a few Division One offers, you know, and, and we play a lot of sophomores too. I think um, – you know, we'll start with Isabel Pates, you know, guarding Grace. You know, Isabel's a sophomore, so she takes that as a challenge. You know, we think Bell is one of the best athletes, no doubt about it, in the state. Um, so I think that's going to be a fun matchup to see. Um, the girls are ready for the challenge. And, you know, we're, we've got a bunch of sophomores that aren't really talked about statewide going against a couple young girls that get a lot of recognition. Could you take a look at uh, Weeping Water at 18-8? and eight? Every one of those games, except that sub-district final, which was a blowout against Archbishop Bergen, I mean, you can just look at the stat sheet and say the reason they lost is they didn't score. Uh, how much film did you look at? Did these teams like Louisville and Malcolm and Sacred Heart, did they all have something in common, uh, anything uh, similar to what you guys do? Yeah, you know, uh, Weeper Water likes to run a lot of ball screens. Um, you know, a team that did a really good job defending the ball screen against Weeping Water this year was actually uh, Fall City Sacred Heart, who's, uh, you know, the number one seed in D2. Uh, we took a lot of time watching that film. Uh, we're going to try to do some of the same stuff that, you know, Fall City did against them. Um, so, you know, we threw a couple of wrinkles in there that we've been working on this week. Hopefully, you know, hopefully it pays off for us. Last minute. And that is head coach Jordan Arnsdorf of the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. We'll tip it off in Lincoln next. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. We're ready for basketball here on KKPR-FM. Carney Pleasanton Hazard and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The opening tip will be controlled by Pleasanton because of where they're placed on the bracket. They're wearing the visiting red. They try to get it into Fisher right away, and it goes through her hands. That'll be picked off there by Ariba Wilson, so Pleasanton turns it over on their opening possession with the basketball driving in with a left-hand scoop, and finishing is going to be 
The first shot of the ball game here by Grace Cave, and this is exactly who Coach Orndorff was very worried about, and she gives it a 2-0 lead here for Weeping Water. They'll come out, try to play man, get it down to Fisher, turn around, jumper with the left hand, too strong. Pates offensive put back, too strong. Pates one more time will put it up, and this time it's in and out, no good. And Cave will get the rebound, and this was a little bit of the problems that we saw against Randolph on Friday, and now the ball will be picked off. Steal is made here by Pleasanton and going all the way to the other end and finishing with the layup is Natalie Siegel. Weeping Water just simply lost the handle on a basketball up the floor, and Siegel was in the right place at the right time, and we are tied at two. Weeping Water is going to want to get up and down the floor, press, drive, get layups, and you've already seen the first two possessions for Pleasanton trying to get it into Fisher, as you heard Coach say, big day for Fisher, big day for Pleasanton. Top of the key, pull up three, loss, and she'll fire it off the side of the rim, no good, rebound tapped around, and Pates will, or Siegel will come out of there with it for Pleasanton. Natalie brings the ball up the floor, working here man-to-man against Peyton Barrett. Barrett actually leads the team in scoring, but it's Cave that everybody raves about. Here's Nichols, open three. First one for Katie is just a little short, and the rebound will be brought down by Grace Cave. They're letting them play a little bit underneath. There's been some pretty good contact on the rebounds. Fast break the other way, and Fisher swats it out of there. She'll block the shot of Lexi Aarons. Fisher can get a ton of blocks as they come the other way. Pates running, putting it up too strong. No good. Offensive rebound, though. Pierce gets it back underneath of the short jumper, rolls in. Pierce with the offensive rebound, setting herself, getting the attack, and Pleasanton has the lead by a score of 4-2. to two. two minutes into the ball game, and for Weeping Water, they pass it to nobody into the Pleasanton bench. A little miscommunication there on the wing, and so here comes Bailey Nissen into the ball game. And a breather for Lexi Aarons. Aarons and Lawson, the two senior starters for Weeping Water. And Fisher, the only senior starter for Pleasanton. They'll put it in the hands of Casey Pierce, and Pierce trying to get through the double team. There's a grab, and a first foul of the game will be called on the Indians. And it's going to go on Grace Cave. So first foul of the game goes on one of the top players in the entire D1 class here, as Nichols will throw it in from... Midcourt stripe. She'll go to the backcourt and get Natalie Siegel. And Siegel across the timeline against the man-to-man. They open the lane. Kicks it over to Nichols in the right-hand corner. Ball fake into the paint. Back up to Fisher at the high post. Skip pass over to Pate. She'll try a three-pointer. That's almost banked in. It was really way off the mark. The rebound is brought down by the Indians. And Peyton Barrett is going to be fouled. First foul of the game here on Pleasanton. And it's going to go on Siegel. So back over to the Indians. 5.34 to go. First quarter, Pleasanton 4 and Weeping Water 2 as Grace Cave will bring the ball up the floor here. Got the double knee socks. Dribbles to the right side. Just looks like a ball player. Off the curl screen. Get it to the top of the circle here. Driving in with a one-hand run and getting the foul called is Peyton Barrett. Barrett initiated the contact, but Pleasanton really wasn't set underneath with Fisher. So Megan gets her first personal foul and some free throws coming up here for the junior. Barrett averages 20 points per basketball game. And the first free throw of the afternoon takes a lot of dribbles, fires it up, and it bounces around and in. Again, earlier today in D1, we had two games come down to the final 10 seconds. And number one, St. Pat's bounced by Elkhorn Valley, 55-54. Archbishop Bergen scored the final seven to beat Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family, 54-50. to 
And the second free throw is also good by Barrett. So we are now tied at four, and that allows the Indians to put their trap on. Pleasanton doing a good job so far with that. Siegel across the timeline, avoids Nissen, brings it between the circles. Right up in her pocket is Barrett. Siegel stops at the top, and then they get it into Fisher. Does it against the double team. She's going to be fouled. That might be the second on Cave. That would be a huge call if it is. She was double teamed down low, and that's exactly where it goes. Grace Cave has her second foul with 5.01 to go. Here in the second quarter of play, one of the leading scorers is going to have to come to the bench here for Coach Haveman. And Fisher with two free throws. It's on the way, and it is in. 5-4 Pleasanton. And as Cave comes to the bench, they're going to bring in Jamison Tooney. Toomey, dad is an assistant coach. Second free throw, no good here by Fisher. And the rebound will be hauled down. By Barrett. So how much will Barrett have to do now with her running mate Cave on the bench? She pulls up for three. It's going to be short off the front of the iron. No good. Got her own rebound. And then a travel. And that was another 50-50 play right there because as she grabbed the ball, she bounced into Megan Fisher. And when that whistle came, I thought Fisher was going to get her second foul. Instead, it'll be the third turnover here on Weeping Water. 5-4 Pleasanton, 4.45 to go in the quarter. And across the timeline, Siegel. Siegel right down the middle of the floor, leaves it over to Pates. Open three, and Isabel cannot get it to go. Nichols tries to come in and get the rebound, and they blow the whistle almost before she got there. As the board is pulled down by Lawson, and Nichols with her first foul of the basketball game. Pleasanton 0 of 3 from beyond the arc early on. Fisher out, and here comes Katie Linder into the ball game. Now, they look a little bit different as far as the style of ball they play. Fisher's going to give you that strong post presence, but Linder can leap, and she can just knife her way through. She's a guard playing post is what she is. Full court pressure here by Pleasanton. Weeping Water, a little trouble with it. They'll get it across the timeline with Toomey. Toomey's still 30 feet away as she's picked up here by Pates in the man-to-man defense. Gives it over on the right wing to Barrett. Katie Nichols on her. Right-hand dribble takes her to the wing. Tries to get a ball screen. Does at the high post. Pass is knocked away. Linder, but run down there by Wilson. Longest possession of the game for either team is right here. 5-4 Pleasanton. Barrett with it off the ball screen. Poked away. Pierce able to get the steal. Four turnovers for Weeping Water. Pates trying to bring it all the way up. Is in a little bit of traffic and throws the basketball away. Barrett comes away with the steal. Two on two. She's going to go all the way. Well defended. Shot no good. Linder will pull down the rebound. That's the way you defend that fast break. Up ahead, Pates. She'll pull up to avoid the contact and hit the seven-footer off the glass. Pates with her first bucket in Pleasanton, 7-4. Now track meet the other way. Here comes Barrett. Linder blocks the shot. Katie Linder blocked the shot, and Katie Nichols got the rebound. Then there's some contact. They let it go. The whistle actually fell out of the official's mouth. That's why he didn't make the call. Three-pointer the other way for Pierce is no good. Offensive rebound, Linder. She's fouled, and everybody can catch their breath. The official is still smiling about it. There was either going to be a block or a charge down here between Nichols and Barrett, but the whistle slipped out of the official's mouth, and he was trying to find it to get it back in there, and by that time, they were already at half court, and it was too late to make a call. The foul here is on Peyton Barrett at the other end, and so her first, team's third. Pleasanton ball underneath their own hoop. Get it to Linder on the left wing. Katie brings it to the elbow, hands it off to uh, McKenna Siegel, who just checked in. McKenna tries to lob it underneath to Pierce. Pierce is too deep, comes out, spins off glass and in. 
Casey Pierce worked it there over Grace Cave, who's back in. Great awareness there by Pierce because Cave has come back in with those two fouls and couldn't do anything but just stand there. A five-point lead now for Pleasanton, nine to four, three minutes to go here in the first quarter. Cave crossover dribble, working on Siegel, still with the dribble to the right elbow. Back up top, dishes it off here to Bailey Nissen, and it's picked away. Another steal by Pierce. Pierce out ahead of the pack, and Pierce will finish. Timeout, Weeping Water. Casey Pierce with a heck of a start to this basketball game, and with 2.47 to go in the first quarter of play in the D1 State quarterfinals, Pleasanton 11, Weeping Water 4. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. State Tournament Basketball Action on Power 99, brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. We are down to 2.45 to go here in the first quarter of play, and Weeping Water just using a timeout after falling behind by seven. It's 11-4 to Pleasanton, and the ball stolen away at the top of the key again. Katie Linder brings it in on Cave. Cave reaching. Linder switches feet and puts it up and in. Another steal and transition bucket here in the first quarter for Pleasanton. Their defense, we talked about it with Coach in the pregame, and they're up by nine. Now Cave gets by the defenders, kicks it into the corner for a wide-open three, and Toomey will bury it. The first three of the ball game for either team, and they really needed it over here on the Weeping Water side to bury a three, and that snaps a little 8-0 run by Pleasanton. 13-7 your score as the Bulldogs will throw it away. And now we've got a chance for Barrett to go coast to coast on Weisdorfer. Weisdorfer gets set. They call the blocking foul. The shot is no good. It was close. Page got back there. Just maybe needed another quarter of a second. And Weisdorfer with the first foul of the game for her. Fourth on Pleasanton. And Peyton Barrett, who's already hit two free throws in this quarter, will get another one. She gets two here with the score 13-7, Pleasanton. And the first free throw is on the way and good. And back in, Pates and Fisher for Pleasanton. Staying in, Katie Linder, Weisdorfer, and McKenna Siegel. Six turnovers for Weeping Water, three now for Pleasanton. And the second free throw bounces off the front of the rim and in. So Barrett, four for four at the line. And there's five in a row for the Indians of Weeping Water. Siegel in the backcourt finds Pates. Pates across the timeline over to Weisdorfer. 13-9 Pleasanton. Weisdorfer gives it off Katie Linder. Spreading it here against the man-to-man. Fisher, middle of the lane, double-teamed. Her outlet pass is going to be deflected out of bounds by Grace Cave. It's pretty apparent Pleasanton wants to get it inside. Weeping Water knows it. And it's a chess match right now in the Pleasanton half court. They've been able to score in transition quite a bunch already. Casey Pierce forcing numerous turnovers of those six. Siegel crossover dribble on Cave, playing with two fouls here in the first quarter. Up top, Linder. Katie, slow dribble to the right side here on Toomey. Skips it over to Pates. Good ball fake on the three. Oh, they call her for a travel. I guess it was too good. She got bared in the air and took off by her, and Pleasanton called for the travel. 
124 to go here in quarter number one. 13-9, Pleasanton, the D1 Girls State Basketball Tournament. Across the timeline with it will be Grace Cave. Cave with the first bucket of the game, but nothing since. Barrett on the right wing, back to Cave. Top of the circle, they'll go loss, and a lot of their offense run on the right side of the key here. They haven't went over to the left very often, except when they buried the three, and they'll try another three here with Nissen, and Nissen off the iron, no good. Nobody grabs the rebound. Out of bounds, Katie Linder boxing out Lawson, so she couldn't get to it. It will be Pleasanton basketball. Sweeping water, one of four from three-point land. Pleasanton 0 of four here in the quarter. One minute to go. And since that Weeping Water timeout at the 2.46 mark. Pleasanton hasn't scored. Weisdorfer breaks the press down the middle of the floor. The defense can't find her. She drives. There's contact. The ball's short. This time there's no whistle. The ball goes out of bounds to Weeping Water. Have to question that at one end. Weisdorfer got called for the block. The exact same official at the other end. Weisdorfer drives in. They collide, and then there's nothing. So it'll be a turnover for Pleasanton, and now they have five in the game. And here comes Weeping Water, a chance to make it a one-possession game after being down nine early. Cave gets into the paint, crossover, and layup is good. Blue by two Pleasanton defenders. She's really, really good one-on-one, and it's a 7-0 run by Weeping Water. Pleasanton breaks the press two-on-two. Weisdorfer brings it on the left wing. Fisher posts it up, hands it off to Pates. Pates uses the screen, and before she can get to the hoop, we've got an offensive foul away from the ball. Same official. Megan Fisher is going to get called for a hook. They called a hold. I don't know how she held. She was fronting the defender. And Fisher now with two fouls, and so she'll come out and Casey Pierce is in. So not that she didn't. It would have been nice to get an explanation on that one. I don't know how you hold somebody when the defender's behind you without hooking them, and usually they signify that or signal it. 13 to 11 now. Pleasanton by two. We're down to 15 seconds to go. Weeping Water with the ball. A chance to tie. Barrett up top to Lawson. Maybe take the lead with a three. Cave dribbles out towards midcourt with five. One on one behind the back. Pierce knocked it away. Cave got it back. 17 footer. No good. And that is the end of the first quarter of play. So a couple of big runs. Pleasanton went on an 8-0 run, answered by a 7-0 run by Weeping Water. And at the end of one in the D1 State Quarterfinals, Pleasanton 13, Weeping Water 11 on Power 99. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest crop insurance specialist with a farming background we specialize in the crop insurance business crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules rates and regulations on a continuous basis insuring over 60,000 acres in the central nebraska area save money and breathe easier call axman heating and air your lennox and water furnace dealer it's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently Axman Heating and Air can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat, and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales, and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. 
And welcome back to the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth at Lincoln North Star. Big thank you to the many fine sponsors, and thanks for making us, as always, your home for Pleasanton Bulldog sports as the second quarter will begin, and it will be here at Lincoln North Star, Weeping Water Basketball. Weeping Water now down 13-11, to 11, but it's picked off at the top of the key again by Linder. Linder trying to go coast-to-coast, pulls up from seven, and the jumper is in and out no good. The rebound brought down by the Indians, and Barrett wants to run the other way. That's her fifth board. She'll stop at the top of the circle, look for the trailer. Cave is covered. Now she does need some help, and there's a good ball faking Cave. Faking the back cut, comes out, gets the pass, works on Pates. Behind the back, can really handle the ball, gets knocked out of her hands, and a double dribble going to be called. So back-to-back turnovers to start the second quarter here, and again, it's great defense. Uh, Pleasanton is playing great defense. They've picked off about four passes at the top of the key, that time forcing the double dribble. And Weeping Water puts the press on. Pleasanton had a few more turnovers. And now, again, Cave got those two fouls, and then that's when a lot of the turnovers turned into buckets. As Pates comes in, and they're missing a lot of shots now inside, and it's no good. Rebound will be brought down by Weeping Water, then knocked out of bounds by Pleasanton after Reagan Aronson came in to start the second quarter. So she's in there for Weeping Water. Aronson also has Bailey Nissen. And, of course, you got Barrett and Cave in there. And also on the floor is Brianna Lawson. For Pleasanton, it is the original starting five. Nichols, Natalie Siegel, Pates, Pierce, and Fisher. 13-11, to 11, Pleasanton by two. And Pierce with another steal at the top of the circle. Took it right away from Nissen. Pierce trying to bring it up the floor. Doesn't have numbers. Kicks it back out to Nichols. Throws it over her head. Now that's going to be picked off. And it might be a layup at the other end for Weeping Water. But first we get a carry. Trying to go in a little too quick, apparently, that time was Brianna Lawson. Now Reba Wilson comes back in for the Indians, and Bailey Nissen checks out. So a break there for Pleasanton. They turned it over on the errant pass, and Weeping Water was headed down for a layup and got called for the carry. Nichols up ahead. Pates, now they've got a two-on-one. Pates gives it off to Linder. Layup is good. Beautiful press break that time by the Bulldogs. And Katie Linder now with four. Pierce leads the way with six. And it is 15-11, Bulldogs by four. Six and a half to go here in quarter number two. We'll update some of the other two o'clock scores for you here in just a moment. Right now with it is Barrett dribbling to the left wing. Back up top, Linder on her and the man-to-man. A WNBA three by Cave hits the rim and goes over the backboard. Usually when you shoot them from that far out and it hits the heel, it's going to leave the court of play. Oakland Craig leading Ponca in C2, 17-9. to in uh, C1, Bishop Newman leading North Bend Central 17-14. And Lincoln East leads Millard South 16-13 in A. A turnover pleasant and the layup is no good. The second layup is no good and then a foul. A rebound brought down the second time by Reba Wilson after the Barrett miss, after the cave miss from the steal. So at the line to shoot two and Katie Nichols getting her second foul by the way. Is going to be Reba Wilson looking for her first point, and the free throw is no good. Now, Weeping Waters 4 4 at the line. That all came, though, from Peyton Barrett. Pleasanton was one of two in the first quarter. 15 to 11. Bulldogs with the lead. Weeping Water made the first bucket. Second free throw up, and that's right through there. So, Wilson gets her first point of the ball game, and the sophomore cuts it to three, 15 to 12. Siegel in the backcourt, dribbling the wrong way. Gives it to Linder. Up to Pierce. Pierce down the right sideline in front of the scorer's table. Keeps on coming all the way to the baseline. Dips it off for Pates. 18-footer. No good. Rebound brought down underneath the hoop by Reba Wilson. And here they come again. Baseball pass. Barrett beats him back. Barrett's hammered. 
McKenna, Natalie Siegel with her second foul. And to the line will be Peyton Barrett trying to get the rebound, and then they were trying to pressure the ball in the backcourt that time. A fan that doesn't know the game called for an intentional foul. (laughs) Always fun to watch down at State. It just gets amped up about times ten. And Barrett puts the free throw up, and it is good. 15-13. Pleasanton by two. 5.42 to go here in quarter number two. Pleasanton hasn't been able to convert on as many steals in transition, so their outside shooting is cold. They're not scoring, and Barrett hits them both. She's 6 of 6 at the line for all of her points. 15-14. Pleasanton trouble with the press. The ball gets knocked away. It's on the floor, and then there's a foul, but a timeout before the foul. Pleasanton will save the possession. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 5.35 to go in the first half of play. Pleasanton ball, and they lead Weeping Water 15-14 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. State Tournament Basketball on Power 99, brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Pleasanton with the ball and a 15-14 lead over Weeping Water in the 2-7 matchup here in the D1 State Tournament. Already the 8 and the 5 have won here. With St. Pat's getting clipped by Elkhorn Valley in the 1-8 matchup. Left elbow, good bounce pass back. Cut ball, knocked out of the hands, though. And it's back into Linder, and she picks it up. Pierce, it was a great defensive knock out of her hands. And Linder's able to pick it up and score. Fast break the other way. Ball is off the hands of Cave. She drives. She runs over a defender. No good. Tries again. No good. Then they call a foul on Pleasanton. Cave could have got her third foul leaning over Siegel that time. And instead, she's going to go to the line and shoot two. So Grace Cave, four points in the first quarter, will shoot her first free throw here of the game. And the foul will be on McKenna Siegel, who tried to stay in there, picked herself up off the ground after getting run over. And the free throw is up and in by Cave. And we are tied at 15 as Lexi Aarons comes back into the ball game for the Indians for Reba Wilson. 17-15, excuse me, Pleasanton as Linder hit that last bucket off the pickup of the loose ball. Second free throw rolls around and out. No good. And Katie Linder will pull down her third rebound. And a carry called on Linder as she heads up the floor. So Pleasanton uncharacteristically turning it over. Even though the press is really good, it's not necessarily the backcourt press that's forcing the turnovers. That's just a simple carry. They've had a few in the front court, a couple just trying to go too fast. Weeping water ball underneath their own hoop. Cave will throw it out. Barrett for three in the lead. It's too strong, no good. And ripping down the rebound will be McKenna Siegel, her first. McKenna brings it up on Cave, who has those two fouls and has been playing now for about eight minutes with the, well, a little less than that, about six minutes with those two fouls. Siegel dribbles it off her knee. We're going to get a jump ball. The arrow points the way of Pleasanton. But again, not that closely guarded, just trying to cross over and bounced it off the knee. The ball got away. Megan Fisher now comes in. She's got two fouls. Fisher, Natalie Siegel, Katie Nichols all have two 
for Pleasanton. Katie Nichols stays on the bench right now, trying to get it into Casey Pierce. Pierce has really kind of led the way. They get it into Linder. Linder is cut off in the paint. Back out Siegel. One of the three. Couldn't get it. Cave on her. Then dribbles it off the leg and out of bounds. Cave bodying up quite a bit. Pleasanton with turnover number nine. That now almost catching up with Weeping Waters 10. At one point it was 5-1. to one. Now it's 10-9 to nine in the turnover differential. 17-15 Pleasanton. 4.20 to go here in the first half. Cave into the double team, cut off, gets it back, now pulls up for three, and an illegal screen going to be called on Weeping Water. So the official we were talking about back in the first quarter that dinged Pleasanton three straight possessions, this time gets the offensive foul on Lexi Aarons, trying to set up a screen that would have released Cave for a three-point bucket. So things have slowed down here, 17-15 Bulldogs. Midway through the second quarter, into the front court with it will be McKenna Siegel. Up to Pierce, working on Cave. Fisher in the ball game, trying to get her posted up. She's down there. They don't get her the ball, though, as she's covered by Lawson. Over to Pates, covered covered by Aronson. Aronson gets it back up top. Good defense by Weeping Water. Now they try to lob it into Fisher. She's triple teamed over to Pierce. 15-foot jumper around and out, no good. Linder tips the ball, and Pates picks it up. Second chance opportunity here for the Dogs. Into Fisher. Turnaround jumpers up and good, but they call a foul before she can get the shot away. Our same guy again. He's been involved down there quite a bit, and another foul called on Aaron, so two quick ones on Lexi. That's the fifth team foul, so Pleasanton will have to take it out underneath. They'll box the lane here as Katie Linder will throw it in, still up 17-15. Siegel, the outlet, they waited too long to get it to her, and the ball knocked away, and maybe Pleasanton gets a break because it was underthrown, and Siegel picked it up. Barrett punches her down. She bodied her too many times, and Siegel fell, and the official had to blow the whistle. If Siegel doesn't fall, they don't blow the whistle. And the foul on Peyton Barrett is her second. So Barrett, Aarons, Cave all have two. Weeping Water has six. Ball underneath the hoop here for Pleasanton. This time they'll have Pierce throw it in. Pierce looking, still looking. Again, has to go out top. Linder, they isolate it for her. She brings it into the paint, hands it to Pierce off the screen. Pierce right elbow all the way down, high off the glass, no good. Rebound tipped around. Two Bulldogs fight for it. It falls to Siegel, and she'll lay it up and in. McKenna Siegel and Katie Linder were battling for it. And 19-15 Pleasanton, three in transition. The other way is no good. Rebound comes out long, and it's grabbed by Casey Pierce. Pierce heading up the floor. Needs somebody to throw it to. Ball thrown away, but before it goes out of bounds, Linder saves it down to Fisher. Turn around, jump her up and in. Weeping Water tried to flop when she turned around, but she put it up for her first bucket. 21-15, a six-point lead. Cave trying to answer back, and she's fouled as she attacks the hoop and draws the scoop shot that rattles in and out. Weeping Water didn't wait. If the opposition scores, they're up the floor trying to beat Pleasanton back. That's been part of the battle. And for Megan Fisher, she just got her third foul. Coach Arnsdorf's going to have to bring her down. 2.55 to go in the quarter. And the free throw is up and in by Grace Cave. She's two of three, now has six points. So we thought Cave was going to be in some trouble picking up two fouls in the first three minutes of the game for Weeping Water. Now Fisher... Gets her third foul, which is the huge advantage that Pleasanton has in this game. Now Katie Linder will have to get the job done. Second free throw, no good. And Linder will grab her fourth rebound. Pleasanton 21, 
Weeping Water 16, 2.45 remains in the first half. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. Score updates from games going on and earlier today. Back cut, trying to lob it into Pates. Well defended, and it's going to be picked off that time by Cave. Cave trying to go all the way, but Pleasanton gets back, and Grace will slow it up between the circles. Against the man-to-man, they open the lane. She dribbles. She gets tripped, and that'll be a foul on Pleasanton because of the trip. Again, that's one of those where it wasn't bad defense, but Cave had lost her balance, and then when she falls to the ground, you got to call something. And Paige Weisdorfer gets her second. And that's the 10th foul on Pleasanton, so two free throws now on Cave. She's 2 of 4 at the line. First one is on the way, and it's good. State basketball action on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by Impact Seed, your seeds for success. You can also listen online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Second free throw cave. This time she hit them both. She's four of six at the line. 21-18 Pleasanton. Two and a half to go. And the inbounds pass thrown right to Weeping Water. Loss on top of the key. Gives it off to Barrett. Tries right wing. Then switches hands. Floats down the lane. No good. Offensive put back. No good. Offensive put back. Good. And a foul. It spins out. Oh, it spun around. It didn't want to go in. Nissen got the first offensive rebound. Barrett got the second offensive rebound. And without Fisher in there, Pleasanton now not winning the battle of the boards as much. And the foul's on Paige Weisdorf for her third. So some foul trouble now for Pleasanton. And at the line to shoot two is Barrett. The first one is good. Weeping Water staying in the game from the free throw line. 12 of their 19 points are from the charity stripe. They don't have a field goal in the second quarter. They're all free throws. And the second free throw on the way, and it spins out no good, and Weisdorfer will grab the rebound. Paige up the floor. She's a little burdened from all the fouls. Kicks it off to Pates. Isabella was open, but doesn't take it. Pierce, top of the circle. Right side of the key, gives it to Pates, dribbles out of the right-hand corner, then takes an 18-footer, dribbled away and took it. Then Linder got the offensive rebound and blocked away from behind. And out of bounds by Grace Cave. And again, Pleasanton's going, how is that not a foul? She reached over our back to block it, and that would have been her third. Pleasanton trying to get that third on her. Bulldog ball underneath their own hoop. They lob it all the way out top to Weisdorfer. Page gives it off to Pates. Getting a little more intense on the floor and off right now. And we get a whistle and a blocking foul going to be called here on the Weeping Water Indians. And it's going to be called on Bailey Nissen underneath the hoop. Let's see if they give her two or if it's a one-and-one. And they are going to call it two for Casey Pierce. All of her points in the first quarter where she had six. Only the second trip to the line for Pleasanton, and Pierce will knock it home. So two of three from the line right now for Pleasanton. 16 attempts, and 12 of them are good for Weeping Water. Second free throw now for Pierce. Bouncing off the rim. This time, no good. The rebound grabbed by Barrett. She's got eight boards here in the first half for the Indians. 22-19, Pleasanton. Barrett trying to go all the way. They really kind of got to let her go. She puts it up too strong, though. Rebound brought down by Pates. Pates up ahead to Weisdorf for one-on-two. Left-hand layup blocked out of bounds by Grace Cave. Well, from what we've seen so far, the headlines and the stories are true about this youngster nestled down in weeping water, home of limestone days. Just a sophomore and already getting D1 looks. Inbounds pass goes right through the Bulldogs' hands, and they turn it over. 
That is 12 turnovers in the first half, and I'm not positive, but I would say I'm 98% sure that's the most turnovers Pleasanton's had in a half all year. It was Pleasanton's defense that we thought would be the turning point. Weeping Water has quit turning it over. They have 10, but they haven't turned it over in about three and a half, four minutes. Right wing with it is Nissen. Nissen tries to bring it into the paint, gives it over to Barrett. Barrett missed it. Pate saved it, but it goes right into the hands of Toohey, and her shot no good. And then we've got a foul trying to line up for the rebound, and this one's going to be called on Weeping Water. Bailey Nissen with her second, and Weisdorfer slow to get up. They really got tangled up coming to the ground, and because both teams are in the bonus, we'll walk to the other end and shoot the one-and-one. Weisdorfer has not scored, has a board, has a steal. Both teams a little winded. Who will have better conditioning in the second half? 1.13 to go, second quarter, 22-19. Pleasanton with the lead. They jumped out by nine at 13-4, then Weeping Water scored seven in a row, and now they've just made a bunch of free throws. Still not a field goal in the second quarter. Weisdorfer free throw, no good. Rebound brought down by Grace Cave, her fifth. Cave brings it up the floor, three on three. Stops at the right elbow, still has the dribble, now around the defender, and is fouled by Katie Linder. Just too good one-on-one, and Linder with her first personal foul, and you can see why Weeping Water scores so many points. They take you one-on-one, and if you don't score, you get the foul. And here comes Cave back to the line. She's four of six just in this quarter from the line. Free throw is good. Again, all nine points in the quarter for Weeping Water have been free throws. Here comes Haley Mulring in with a minute four to go for Pleasanton. Bulldogs cannot afford to get many more fouls here. They're in a lot of trouble already. Second free throw by Cave, and it bounces around and in. 22-21 Pleasanton, a minute to go in the first half. Get it into the hands of Casey Pierce. Pierce looks down the floor and avoids the trap, brings it across the timeline, then stops and swings it over to Siegel. McKenna into the paint. McKenna all the way to the rack. They let her go. The layup is good. McKenna saw the little seam and did not hesitate. She attacked, and it's 24-21 Bulldogs. 45 seconds to go here in quarter number two. Came off the ball screen. They couldn't screen Linder good enough. Then she tips the ball, but Lawson runs it down and right back into the hands of Cave. She'll hold it. Back cut Barrett. They had her. Now they kick it out to her in three-point land. Off the screen, the defender, Siegel, ends up on the ground, and we are going to get a timeout called by Weeping Water so that they don't travel with the basketball. With 25 seconds remaining here in quarter number two, this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Pleasanton 24, Weeping Water 21 at the Girls' State Tournament. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, Weeping Water ball underneath their own hoop. 24 seconds to go in the half, lob it out of left wing, Barrett. Barrett, floater down the lane, put it up off the heel, no good, but the rebound came right back to her, and a second chance here for Weeping Water. They could hold for the last shot, but instead a three-pointer, and it is good by Peyton Barrett. The first field goal of the quarter, Pleasanton with eight seconds, 
Want to make sure they don't turn it over. They may not get a shot. Pierce at midcourt. Pierce from 35 feet lets it fly, and that is the end of the quarter. So Pleasanton had played such good defense. And then on a second-chance opportunity, Weeping Water buries only their second three of the game, and that will tie it up as we go to halftime in the girls' D1 state quarterfinal. It is the 25-1 Pleasanton Bulldogs leading the 18-8 Weeping Water Lady Indians 24-all. You look at what Weeping Water did, they lost to Malcolm, Auburn, bigger schools, and then they went on a 13-game winning streak, and then they lost five of their next seven around conference tournament time. Lord Central Catholic, who's here, UTAN, Louisville twice, and Fall City Sacred Heart, and then Archbishop Bergen beat them in the sub-district final, but they still have good enough wild card points with seven losses. That ought to tell you something. They got a wild card with seven losses to make it into the district where they beat Hitchcock County and made it here to state. Of course, for Pleasanton, their only loss came to South Loop way back in December, their fourth game of the year. So they have won 22 straight. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats, score updates, and a whole lot more here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Pleasanton, Amherst, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And welcome back to Lincoln North Star. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Despite making just one field goal in the second quarter and having only two two-point field goals in the game, Weeping Water has found a way to keep it tied with Pleasanton at the half. 24-24. We'll get to all the stats in a little bit, but the big number we talked about, fouls leading to free throws. Pleasanton is 2 of 5 at the free throw line. Weeping Waters shot 18 free throws in the first half, making 14 of those. So that's how you have just two two-point buckets and are in this game as 14 of their 24 points have come from the free throw line. Two made three-pointers, and then Grace Cave had two two-pointers early in the first quarter of play. Well, let's go ahead and take a look around the uh, city of Lincoln and update you on where we are at with state tournament scores. 
All the games are at halftime in this 2 o'clock edition. In Class A, it is Millard South leading Lincoln East 32-27. Then you have Bishop Newman leading North Bend Central in C1 23-21. And in C2, Oakland Craig leading Ponca 31-20. Earlier in games here in D1, we had two upsets. The number 8, Elkhorn Valley over number 1, North Platte St. Pat's 55-54. St. Pat's was 13 in the fourth quarter and then couldn't make a free throw. They were 2 of 12 from the line in the fourth quarter, 8 of 23 for the game. And Elkhorn Valley uh, got a foul with 1.7 to go and made one of the two free throws to win the ball game as St. Pat's missed four free throws in the final 35 seconds. For Archbishop Bergen, they scored the final seven points of the game to beat Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family 54 to 50. Holy Family had the ball in a one-point lead with 30 seconds to go in that contest. In Class B, the number eight, Elkhorn South, beat number one, Sydney, 51-37, and Crete beat Scott, 48-29. In C1, Lincoln Christian over West Point Beamer, 46-35, at number one seed, Mitchell, beat Columbus Lakeview, 45-41. In D2, the five seed, Sterling over Chambers Wheeler Central, 44-37, at number one, Fall City Sacred Heart, pulled away in the second half to beat Ewing. 58 to 39. We still have three radio games coming your way, including a doubleheader at 345 on 1230 AM KHAS and ESPN 1460 and 1550. Number one Hastings St. Cecilia against defending champion Superior in their regular season meeting. The Hawkeyes won in overtime. That's coming up at Lincoln Southwest 345 on 1230 KHAS and ESPN 1460 and 1550. And we still have a doubleheader on the Breeze 94.5. Adams Central and Wahoo from the Devaney Center at 345. Blue Hill and Crofton at 7 from Lincoln Southwest. And don't forget, you can also hear those games online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Later tonight... In Class A, West Side and Lincoln Southwest at 345. Pius will play Benson at 7, then Miller North and Papillion La Vista at 845. In Class B, Granola Northwest and Seward, 7 o'clock at the Devaney, followed by Waverly and Elkhorn. Also coming up later today in C2, the last game will be Lord Central Catholic against Fillmore Central. The final game in D1 follows us, defending champion North Central against Dundee County Stratton and Tonight here at North Star in D2, Humphrey St. Francis and Wynott at 7, followed by Bruning Davenport, Shickley, and Mullen. We'll be back with the first half stats and more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report after this. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska.
The Big Rack Shack in Kearney specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment. We are also your one-stop shop for heavy-duty welding tables, workbenches, modular cabinets, bolt bins, tie-downs, and powder coating experts on hand, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop by 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Well, our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Here's a look at your first-half stats. First off, the Lady Indians of Weeping Water. Reagan Aronson has one rebound. Jamison Toomey hit a three-point bucket. Brianna Lawson has a rebound. Bailey Nissen has a rebound. Reba Wilson, 1.2 rebounds. Then, as the case in most games, it's Cave and Barrett. Grace Cave, 10 points, five rebounds. She is 6 of 8 at the line. She has two block shots. And Peyton Barrett... 10 points, 9 rebounds, and she is 7 of 8 from the free throw line. 7 rebounds in the first quarter, 12 in the second. Free throw shooting, 4 of 4 in the first, 10 of 14 in the second. Three-point shooting, 1 of 4 in each quarter, including the one with 10 seconds to go to tie this thing up. And as far as turnovers, 6 in the first, 4 in the second, but Weeping Water didn't turn it over for the last 4-plus minutes of the second quarter of play. For the Indians, 11 points in the first, 13 in the second. At the half, 24 points, 19 rebounds. 14 out of 18 at the free throw line. Two of eight from three-point land. Two blocks and ten turnovers for the 18 and eight Indians. Foul situation. Remember, Grace Cave had two fouls in the first three minutes. She still has two, as does Bailey Nissen, Peyton Barrett, and Lexi Aarons. For Pleasanton. We go to Paige Weisdorfer, one rebound. Natalie Siegel, two points and a rebound. McKenna Siegel, four points and a rebound. Isabel Pates, two points, four rebounds. Katie Linder, six points, five rebounds and a block. Casey Pierce, seven points, two rebounds. And Megan Fisher, three points and a rebound. Six rebounds in the first quarter, eight in the second. They're actually being out-rebounded. Free throw shooting, one of two in the first, one of three in the second. Three-point shooting, 0 of four in the first. Didn't even attempt one in the second turnovers five in the first and uncharacteristic seven in the second pleasanton 13 points in the first quarter 11 in the second at the half 24 points 14 rebounds two out of five at the free throw line 0 of four from three-point land two blocks 12 turnovers weisdorfer and fisher have three fouls nichols natalie siegel have two and at the half in the d1 state quarterfinal it's 25 and one pleasanton 18 and eight weeping water all knotted up at 24 apiece. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to barneyinsurance.net. 
experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. As we said, Weeping Water's only been to the state tournament one time, and they were drummed by Lutheran High Northeast in that appearance in 2012, 46-24. But this looks like a team that's going to make some noise. And as we said, with the new formula, maybe a little bit better chance for a team like Weeping Water to get in. They've always been in with Archbishop Bergen or somebody that they couldn't get through the district. And then when you have six, seven, eight losses, that's not going to get you a top-two wild card. Weeping Water will get the ball to start the third quarter of play, tied at 24. Their only lead was at 2 to nothing, And they've got a chance to take the lead here on the opening possession. Grace Cave will bring it in. We'll get to our scenes of success in just a moment. Can Pleasanton stop fouling? And if they do, how good would their defense be? Cave dribbles it off her foot, lost it. Katie Nichols comes away with the steal. That's kind of how the game started, was Weeping Water with some early turnovers. Now Nichols across the timeline. She and Fisher both with three fouls into Megan. Turnaround jumper in the paint. No good. Then comes over the back to get the rebound. Puts it back up and in. Fisher aggressive with those three fouls. And she gets her second bucket of the ball game. That was actually her first rebound. That was supposed to be the big advantage for Pleasanton. 26-24. Bulldogs with the lead. Looking at the three. Passing on it. Lawson. Back up top. They'll go to Nissen. Bailey on the right wing to Barrett. Still man-to-man here. Thought we might see a little... Well, maybe it is zone. Maybe they have sucked into a zone here a little bit or a diamond or a triangle and two. Bounce pass knocked away. Diving forward. It's on the floor. Weeping Water saves it. Nice job there by Nissen. The ball's still thrown away, and then Nichols picks it up. So they saved it and then threw it out here on the wing pass Barrett, and then the outlet pass by Pleasanton picked off three-on-one against Nichols, and they throw it away. Barrett waited to the last second and then threw it way wide of Brianna Lawson. And I think if she'd have taken it right at Katie Nichols, Katie was doing the stutter step. She probably would have got her fourth foul. So a break there for Pleasanton. Outlet pass Pierce. Two on three. Barrett bounces off Hearn. So Pierce brings it all the way in and scores. Barrett just bounced right off of her, and that left an open look to the lane. And the first two buckets here of the half belong to Pleasanton, and it's 28-24. Off the screen, a three-pointer by Cave is good. Grace with her first three-point bucket of the ball game, and she's got 13. 28-27, Pleasanton, Cave, and Barrett have 23 of the 27 points. They average 35 between, or 38 between them. Pull-up jumper, Pierce from 12. It's short. Offensive rebound, Siegel up in and fouled. A chance at a three-point play for Natalie Siegel, who snuck in the right block and got inside the weeping water defender. And Bailey Nissen never saw her coming. Her third personal foul, the first Indian to get three fouls. And at the line for the first time, Natalie Siegel to try and complete the three-point play. So a decent start here to the second half for Pleasanton. But that free throw is short. And the rebound brought down by Cave, her sixth. 30-27 Pleasanton, six minutes to go, third quarter. Cave working on Pates, dribbled off her leg. And then Isabel went to grab it, and it went off her knee and out of bounds. So it'll stay with the Indians underneath their own hoop. State tournament action brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. In Hastings, your care, our inspiration. 
Cave waiting to throw it in from the corner, waiting, waiting. Finally gets it to Barrett on the short wing, right back to Cave. Pate's on her. Now nobody's on Barrett, so she'll shoot the three. It's off the iron, no good. Offensive rebound brought down underneath by Reba Wilson. Wilson kicks it into the paint to Lawson, who takes it out of the wing, and Pates picks it off. Pates the other way, three on one, bounce pass to Siegel. They call a clean block on the way up, and it's going to be off of Pleasanton and out of bounds. That must have been a heck of a defensive play down there on the three-on-one. I believe that was Lawson that was back there and blocked it away. It looked like no way that could happen, but she got a hand on a basketball and a great defensive play to save the layup attempt. Now Cave fakes the three, takes Pates to the right baseline, fadeaway jumper, no good. Rebound brought down by Fisher. Out to Pates. Isabella just with a good defensive play there. Now she wants to go all the way to the rack. The runner is too strong. Over the back, Pierce trying to get the rebound. It's bouncing around. It's off the Indians and stays with Pleasanton. So early on, the first couple, three minutes of the game, we talked about letting them play in the block. They're doing that again here, but all these fouls doesn't mean that they're really letting them play out on the wing. Here's Pierce, puts the ball on the floor to the high post. Down the right side of the lane, gets by one defender, by two defenders, and scores. Casey Pierce with a game-high 11 points for the Bulldogs, and they're back up by five, 32-27, five minutes to go third quarter. Cave isolating here, gets the screen up top of the right elbow. Gets rid of it, though, to Nissen, swings it over to Barrett. Barrett, top of the circle, they leave her alone, top of the key three, no good, but an offensive rebound by Lawson. Well, she thought she had it in the corner, but the official says, no, you're standing on the baseline, and so Pleasanton gets it. And here comes Jamison Toomey in. And for Pleasanton, here comes Katie Linder in. So Nichols is out. You've got Siegel, that's uh, Natalie, along with Pierce, Linder, Pates, and Fisher. Full court trap being put on here, that zone. They throw over the top of it. Two over the tops, they get it to Linder. Good job to get back defensively there by Lawson. Lob it into Fisher. Spins off the left glass and scores. Megan Fisher with her second bucket of the quarter. A seven-point lead now for Pleasanton. 34-27. Cave goes by the defender, and Fisher just stepped in front and got her fourth foul. Oh, Megan, the senior play. You just got to get out of the way. Pleasanton was beat on the play, and Fisher has four fouls with 424 after she just got two offensive buckets in the post. And now to the line to shoot two, Grace Cave. The first free throw is good. And we already know that you can't put the big two to the line here for Weeping Water. They are 15 out of 19 at the line as a team. And all but two of those are from the big two, Cave and Barrett. Second free throw by Cave. That one bounced off no good. Rebound brought down by Katie Linder, her sixth, as Fisher goes to the bench. Pierce. Backcourt being hounded there by Lawson. Needs to throw it up the floor. Does to Linder. Three on three. Nichols pulls up for three. And Katie not able to get it to go. Trying to track down a long rebound. And Pleasanton gets it. And a timeout will be called here by the Bulldogs after the Casey Pierce rebound. Nichols has not scored in this game. With 4.07 remaining in the third quarter of play, this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. Pleasanton has the ball and a 34-28 lead over Weeping Water. 
For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be at the top of your mind right now, but if you want the first pick of the 2019 inventory or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine. Special financing, low payments, and a huge new and used boat selection, along with a friendly staff, make Buzz's Marine your best stop for family boating. Visit buzzesmarine.com for the ultimate boat shopping experience or stop by their showrooms at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney. It'll be Pleasanton ball underneath their own hoop. Nichols, an open three. The shot, though, is no good. And then a foul trying to get the rebound called here on Pleasanton over the back of Lawson. Pleasanton is 0 of 6 from three-point land, and Katie Nichols was so wide open at the top of the key that Coach Joel Haveman just dropped his head. He just about, it's like he got punched in the gut when she got the pass, and they come away with it. 34-28, Pleasanton by six, four minutes to go third quarter. Tight man-to-man defense being applied by Pleasanton, even though they're in a little foul trouble. On the right wing, Lawson picks up the dribble. Everybody out high here. Skip pass over the top to Barrett. Three-point land on Linder. Puts the ball on the floor with the right hand. Comes into the paint. Scoop shot up. No good. Well defended. Rebound brought down by Pierce. Her fourth. Casey sprints up the right side with Barrett trying to step in front. Does, but Pierce maintains the dribble and gets rid of it to the trailer Nichols. Over on the left wing to Natalie Siegel. Siegel in the paint to Linder. Linder kicks it back out of the wing. Pierce, Casey, three. Got it. Seven in the quarter. 14 in the game for Casey Pierce. And it's a nine-point lead. Fast break the other way. Layup is missed by Cave. Rebound brought down by Pierce. They're trying to trap her in the backcourt. She gets rid of it. Now Pleasanton has numbers over to Nichols for another three. And it's good. Back-to-back threes by Pleasanton, and time out, Weeping Water. The game has changed in the last 30 seconds, and Pleasanton has their biggest lead of the afternoon. With 2.57 to go in the third quarter of play, it's the Bulldogs 40, Weeping Water 28. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. The Weeping Water Timeout. It's Cave, crossover, kicks it into the corner for a three-pointer. Toomey, and Toomey gets her second three of the basketball game. They know that Pleasanton's trying to double. 
Barrett and Cave, so they're driving in addition now. 40-31, to 31, Pleasanton by nine. Two and a half to go, third quarter. Nichols up top to Pierce. Pierce with a left-hand dribble down the left side. She drives, she's fouled. She'll go to the line, but it's on Bailey Nissen, and that will be her fourth personal foul of the contest. Casey Pierce, who has been the star today for this Pleasanton Bulldog Club, one of two, 14 points, including seven in this quarter. She'll get two free throws. A chance to get it back into double digits here for the Dogs, who have been in a dog fight. This was tied at the half. Free throw, though, no good. Reba Wilson in, and Nissen out with those four fouls. Megan Fisher on the Pleasanton bench with four fouls. Barrett now with her second free throw on the way. Or excuse me, uh, Pierce with her second free throw on the way and in. So eight in the quarter, 15 in the game, 41-31 Pleasanton, 2.15 to go. But again, we've already seen a couple double-digit leads disappear today. And here's Cave driving right by the defender and getting the layup. Grace with her first two-point bucket since the first quarter. But she does have six in the quarter and 16 in the game. Great job by Pierce to get by Cave, showing some athleticism. The Pates for three got fouled. A three-point free throw or three-point play coming up from the free throw line by Pates as Barrett was laid off the screen, and Peyton will pick up her third personal foul. And Isabel Pates, who only has one bucket, two points in the game, goes to the line, but again. She didn't do much in the first three quarters against Randolph before blowing up in the fourth quarter Friday. First free throw, good. Important free throws here. Catch your breath, knock them down, extend the lead back into double digits. Give yourself a cushion as we approach the fourth quarter. Because as we know, Weeping Water can go on a run of their own. Second free throw, good. Third one coming up here for Pates. Our state tournament coverage brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation head, engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And the third free throw. That one rims off no good. Then the ball's tipped out to the top of the key, and Pleasanton gets the rebound with Natalie Siegel. Over to Nichols. Thought about the three. Pates takes the three. Pates is too strong. Backside rebound. We've got an over-the-back foul called on the Bulldogs. On that missed free throw, you had two Weeping Water girls have a Kareem off their hands and out of bounds. Well, not out of bounds, but into Pleasanton's hands. And Casey Pierce, that's her first personal foul. Three fouls now in the half on each team. 140 to go here in the third quarter. 43-33, Pleasanton with the lead. Ball up top for Lawson. Lawson dribbling between the circles. Again, the big story, Weeping Water, one two-point field goal since the first quarter and only three in the game, and they're all from Cave. Cave has it to the high post, stutter dribble left elbow, pulls up from 15 and buried it. Nothing but net for Cave, and she's got eight in the quarter and 18 in the game, 43-35. Pleasanton again handling that zone trap. We talked about the seeds to success, control the turnovers. They've only got one in this quarter after getting 12 in the first half. Didn't want to get in foul trouble. Fisher did get her fourth. Driving the right baseline, Pates, reverse layup, and lays it in. She even got a little help from an elbow on the Weeping Water side, and Pates with her second bucket of the ball game. 45-35, fast break the other way, and a finish underneath by Brianna Lawson. Lawson with her first bucket of the basketball game becomes just the fifth Lady Indian to score in the game. 40 seconds to go. Pressure on the ball, as always, for Weeping Water. Pierce handles it. Pierce to the right side of the key, all the way to the block, gets double-teamed. Back out Siegel, over to Pates, 
Back to Siegel. Thought about it. Didn't take it. Pates working here on Wilson. Takes the jumper off the rim once, twice. No good. Rebound brought down by Lawson. And then it's knocked away underneath the hoop and into the hands of Barrett. And Barrett pushes it up with 20 seconds. Then she trips and loses the basketball. Here comes Pates. One on two. Takes it in. A flop. Oh, they called the charge. The official bought it. Oh, no. You can see that coming from 20 feet away. The Weeping Water defender backpedaled and fell down before there was any contact. And the Academy Award goes to the Lady Indians, and the foul goes on Pates. 12 seconds to go here. Up to Cave at midcourt, almost stolen away. Kick it out for a three. Lawson on the way. It's no good. Rebound battled for. Katie Nichols has it. Four seconds. Nichols from half court lets it fly, and it's no good. And we go to the fourth quarter of the D1 state quarterfinal. It is 25-1 Pleasanton, leading 18-8 Weeping Water, 45-37 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Viero Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm Hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. It will be Pleasanton Ball to start the fourth quarter here in the girls' state basketball tournament on Power 99. They get it into Fisher. She's held. She grabs it. She turns. She scores. And Fisher didn't let a little contact bother her there. And it's 47-37 Pleasanton as we are just the first possession into the fourth quarter. Pleasanton is led by Casey Pierce with 15 for Weeping Water, 18 for Grace Cave here in the basketball game. Weeping Water works it around the right wing. And the shot for three is good. Cave knocks it down, and she's got 21 so far here in the basketball game. 47-40, to 40, and we've got a trap and a timeout by Pleasanton as they were trapped in the backcourt. The Bulldogs will have two timeouts remaining. 7-14 to go in the basketball game. 47-40, Pleasanton. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. The Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month 
One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet. And uh, this is the last day of February, so get them in. Olivia Misek, Carney Catholic, Evan Waddington, Wood River, the reigning winners. Pleasanton down to Fisher, spins on the double team, gets it to Pates, off the glass and in. So they're so overplaying Fisher that now she's able to get an assist to Pates, and it's a nine-point lead, 49-40. With it is Grace Cave, drives, scores, crossover. She's starting to take things over now. She has 23, 49-42, trouble Pleasanton. They fall down, the ball's on the floor at half court. We're going to get a jump. The arrow will point the way of Weeping Water, so Pleasanton turns it over. Again, our seeds to success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Greg Weeches and Todd Travis. We talked about turnovers and fouls, and Pleasanton did a really good job in that third quarter. One turnover. They did have four fouls, but only one time did they go to the line. Cave for three from 22 feet. It's all the way around and out. No good. Pierce will get the rebound. Five of 15 from three-point land for Weeping Water. Now Pierce up the floor, stops, and Cave knocked it out of her hands. Block shot and take away for Grace Cave. Cave to the other end, not going to stop. She gets fouled by Nichols, and that'll be the fourth for Katie Nichols. Or maybe just the third, excuse me, for Katie Nichols. She has done a great job, and she made darn sure that there was going to be no layup there. That is the third on Nichols. So she has three. Weisdorfer has three. Fisher has four. At the other end, Bailey Nissen has four, and Barrett has three for the Indians. And at the line to shoot two, Grace Cave with a game-high 23 points. She averages 18.5 a game. She's already shot 10 free throws and made seven of them. First one here is good. She's got the first six points of the fourth quarter for Weeping Water. 49-43. The biggest lead for Pleasanton was 12 at 40-28. Second free throw, good. We've already seen big comebacks in the other D1 games. One was finished, one was not. 49-44, the lead at five as Pates brings it up the floor. Cut off there by Barrett and Toomey. Reverse it over to Nichols. Katie, one, two dribbles back up top to Pierce. Guarded here by Cave. Skips it down to the baseline. Pates, open 10-footer on that. Pates finds a little room on the baseline and knocks down her second bucket of the quarter. 51-44. Fast break, Toomey. Toomey takes it at Fisher with the four fouls and almost throws it over the backboard on the shot. Rebound brought down by Pierce, and she's fouled. Casey was trying to clear some room out there. She was double-teamed, and Toomey... Reached in and committed her first foul of the game. That'll be the fourth foul of the half here on Weeping Water. 5.41 remains. 51-44. Pleasanton. Bulldogs who average around 56 points a game. That's not as many as Weeping Water, the leading scoring team here in D1. Dundee County Stratton and North Central are the next game here. North Central, the defending champions who were the winner last year in the semifinal game over Pleasanton. Pleasanton out of the break, up the floor, loses it. Nichols couldn't get it, fast break the other way, and the layup is good for Grace Cave. So Gave picks the pocket, heads the other way, cuts it to five, three turnovers here in the first two and a half minutes of the quarter for Pleasanton. Pierce brings it up, looks right, looks left, and hands it off to Natalie Siegel. Siegel swings it over to Pates, drives the right baseline, runs out of room, out to Pierce. Drives into the paint. They can't defend her. She'll put it off the glass, but missed it. Linder the rebound. Back up and in. 
Katie Linder just has more spring in the legs right now, and she was able to get a very key putback and put the lead at seven. Outlet pass to me, fakes the three, kicks it into the paint, back out for a three-pointer, and the Indians have it go off the iron too strong. Rebound brought down by Casey Pierce, unofficially her eighth of the basketball game. Over to Katie Nichols. 4.40 remaining. The Dogs by seven, 53-46. Pates looking for a ball screen here. Pierce swings it over to Nichols. Open three, takes the three, hits the three. Katie Nichols with her second three of the basketball game. And the lead balloons back out to 10, 56-46 in favor of the Bulldogs. At the other end, what a crossover move, but the layup no good by Cave. And Pierce gets the rebound, and now Pleasanton, midway through the fourth quarter, can look at just taking some good shots. They've got a 10-point lead here. Don't be careless with the ball. You're playing against tight man-to-man defense. Barrett's out on Pierce. Five-second count on. Casey comes in, runs right over the defender, and gets the charge. No arguing there. There was a lot of contact and just drilled Brianna Lawson. That's only the second foul on Pierce. Other scores from around the state tournament in our 2 o'clock games. And we will start in Class A. Well, before we do that, we've got a timeout called here by Weeping Water. Weeping Water will have only one timeout remaining. 3.58 remains in the game. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Pleasanton 56, Weeping Water 46. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Weeping Water Basketball, down by 10. Oakland Craig leads Ponca 55-46. North Bend leads Bishop Newman 42-41. And Millard South over Lincoln East 51-50. All those games in the fourth quarter. So some good ones again. 3.40 to go in the game and 56-46. Pleasanton, they double cave. There's no messing around here in this diamond and two. As they're keeping an eye on Barrett and Cave, the two leading scorers. Barrett to the right corner. They've seen this before. Has to dribble out of there. Long possession. Top of the circle, Toomey. Swings it over to Lawson. Lawson can't get the three away. Skip pass back over to Toomey, who has a couple of threes. Back to Lawson. Great defense, Pleasanton. Now Toomey for the three. It's too strong, no good. Offensive rebound, though. Pulled down by Barrett, and they'll go after it again. That's her first board of the second half. She had nine in the first half. Cave for three and hits it. Had a hand in her face in the right-hand corner, but buried it. 56-49. Steal underneath the hoop. Cave goes in, scoops it up. Wasn't even looking and scored. Cave was falling down after Barrett stole the basketball away. 56-51. That is huge. That three that went in contested 
and now they get five in a row after it, or the game might be over. Nichols for three, and answers. Katie Nichols stepping up here in the second half after some early foul trouble in the first half. 59-51, Nichols trying to steal it away at the other end, and Katie got in there and got it. That's the first turnover of the quarter on Weeping Water. Up to Siegel, layup, no good. Offensive rebound, Katie Linder, up, no good. A lot of contact, ball goes out of bounds to Weeping Water. Linder with eight boards in the basketball game. A couple of key exchanges where it looked like Pleasanton may put them away, and then Weeping Water, two quick ones. Then Pleasanton answers back but cannot finish on the offensive putback here. 2-11 to go, Pleasanton 59, Weeping Water 51. Cave up the floor. She has all of their points, 14 in this quarter, 32 in a game. In the corner at three by Aronson, it's off the iron, no good. Defensive rebound. There's Casey Pierce again. Don't forget when we're down the New West Post game show, Pierce accosted in the backcourt, and we will get a foul call here on Weeping Water. It's going to go on Grace Cave. She had two fouls in the first three minutes. That's her first foul since. Fifth team foul overall. 153 to go. Pleasant has got to take care of the ball and make free throws. Into Pierce. Over to Pates. Still in the backcourt. They throw over the top. And here comes Pierce. Three on two. Wolf from the backside. And a foul going to be called on Barrett. She was trying to sneak in there and poke it away. But got the arm. The fourth foul on Peyton Barrett. And again, that's just the sixth team foul, so Pleasanton throws it in underneath their own hoop, but we're down to 144 to go. And to throw it in is going to be Natalie Siegel. They'll box the lane here for the inbound play. Throw it up top to Linder. Left elbow looks right back to Siegel and hands it off to her in the left wing. Pleasanton doesn't have to really shoot the ball now. They are up by eight with a minute 40 to go. In the circle with it all the way out at half court is Siegel. Trying to get the steal, couldn't get it. Pates with the ball into the left-hand corner to Pierce. Ball fake on Cave, dumps it underneath. Linder layup, no good. Linder knocking it around and can't get the rebound. Pulled down by Cave, baseball pass to the other end. Toomey wide open but hit the bottom of the rim, then came back and got it and missed it again. The third time Toomey missed it and hit the rim again. It's still loose and Weeping Water will grab it. Lawson kicks it out, back in the corner for a three. It's no good. And the rebound brought down by Nichols, and she is fouled. Oh, my, is the sophomore Jamison Toomey going to be shaking her head. She went down and hit the bottom of the rim on the layup, but no problem. Nobody was there, so she ran right back out to grab it. Missed it when Pleasanton showed up. Hit the bottom of the rim again. They got a chance at a three. Couldn't get that. And now Katie Nichols to the line for the first time to shoot a one-and-one. A chance to make it a 10-point game. First one on the way, and it's no good. But Pierce punches the ball off of Weeping Water, and it will be Pleasanton ball. Pierce saving it there off Peyton Barrett. One minute to go. 59-51 Pleasanton. Seal to throw it in. And just lobs it into the corner. It's tapped away again. Again, the whole thing here is Pleasanton... Don't give up a layup and let them start trapping you and pressing you. Just let that clock run a little bit. Make them foul. Indicating Nichols. That's where they want it, even though she just missed a free throw. She's got three threes in the second half, and she's bodied up by Brianna Lawson. Lawson will go to the line, or will have her second foul, and Nichols will go to the line to shoot a one-and-one. 
Taking a look at Pleasanton from the free throw line this year, they are just a 57% free throw shooting team, but Nichols 82%. First one here is right through there. So she'll get the bonus. 60-51, to 51, Lady Dogs, 57 seconds to go. The winner plays at 10.45 tomorrow morning at the Devaney. Second free throw. Good. It's a 10-point lead. 61-51, 57 seconds to go. They'll let it roll all the way to the front court where Cave will pick it up. All they want to do is cover Cave and Barrett. Cave doesn't take the shot, lobs it over to Barrett. Barrett will take the three. It is good. Peyton Barrett hits it and a timeout here by Weeping Water, but it is their final timeout. 47 seconds remaining in the game. It is Pleasanton 61, Weeping Water 54. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas filling. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Pleasanton against full court pressure. Up by seven. Into Linder. Picks her dribble up. Throws it over. Into the backcourt. Siegel trying to get the 10 second count. They won't. Well, Nichols got to get across the timeline. She stopped two feet away. Now over to Siegel. Ball tipped and thrown away. Pleasanton turns it over. Picked up by Lawson. 30 seconds to go. Ball fake three. They'll throw it back out on the wing and off balance three is way short. Rebound brought down by Pearson. She is fouled. Barrett and Cave were right next to each other. Barrett passed on it, gave it back to Cave, and her three was short. They needed that to cut it to four and really have a chance. And now Pierce will come to the other end and shoot a one-and-one. She is two of four at the line, 15 points. Now hasn't scored here in the fourth quarter. But it has been Katie Nichols with eight in this quarter. And Pleasanton looking to win in the opening round for the second straight year. Weeping Water 0-1 all-time at the state tournament. Pierce's free throw is good, and they're a moment closer to being 0-2 all-time in the state tournament. 62-54. Coming up, the New West Post Game Show. All the final stats, scores from around the area. We'll talk with Coach. Second free throw, Pierce in and out, no good. Rebound brought down here by Cave, and it's knocked out of her hands, but it will stay with Weeping Water. But they are down to just 23 seconds, and they don't have any timeouts. They'll throw it into Cave. They need threes in a hurry. All they're doing is covering her. 18 seconds over to Barrett off the screen. Can't get it away. This baby's over. They're not getting a shot away. Right-hand corner to Toomey. Toomey has to take a 14-footer. It's no good. Ball falls into the hands of Katie Nichols. Time is down to five seconds to go. Up ahead to Pates. And for the second straight year, the Lady Bulldogs are on their way to the state semifinals fighting off a very athletic and young Weeping Water Lady Indian Ball Club by a score of 62-54.
Pleasanton trailed only once in the game at 2-0. Build a lead as much as 12 at 40-28, only to see the Lady Indians keep fighting back and cut it to as close as four before falling 62-54. So Pleasanton has now won six straight opening round games dating all the way back to 87, where they beat Clarks, they beat Sutherland in 92, Sioux County in 08, and then, of course, Newcastle in 09 when they went to back-to-back semifinals, and last year beating Hitchcock County. Of course, Hitchcock County is who's weeping water beat in the district final. 62-54, your final. We'll be back with all of the new West Post game show after this. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. And welcome back to Lincoln North Star. We've had three good ones here today in D1, and this one goes the way of the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs, 62-54 to over Weeping Water. And this is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And on cue, the head coach, Jordan Arnsdorf, Oh, making his way up to chat with us here about today's basketball game and the exciting uh, win today for Pleasanton. As we said, uh, they just uh, find a way to win in the opening round down here uh, at the state tournament, uh, doing it every year since they've been here in 87. And, Coach, uh, after watching and listening to the first two games here today, we already got the feeling that nothing was going to be easy today in D1. And, Weeping Water uh, really didn't do anything too much different. The two girls that we talked about earlier, Cave and Barrett, uh, they got uh, 45 of their 54 points, but uh, obviously the key was to quit fouling them and quit yeah. turning it over. Yeah, uh, they're studs. You know, like we were talking about earlier, 
Uh, I think the D1 field is really, really good this year. You know, we got some C2 teams that are on the state tournament last year that dropped down to, to D1 this year, and it makes for competitive games. And, you know, Weeping Water is no different. They're a very good team, and they got two of the best players in the state, all all class, in my opinion. That cave girl is one of the best, and she's she showed it today. You take a look at being tied at halftime with the way it went. I mean, you held them down. They only had two two-point field goals, but yeah. all those free throws, 14 out of 18, how concerned were you with the foul situation at halftime? You know, we got a deep team. I wasn't too concerned. I was just more upset that we're sending on the free throw line. You know, we talk about how we want to be the best defensive team on the court. You know, we played really good defense. They held them to a couple field goals, but they also shot, they made 14 free throws, which was a killer. Um, but so, you know, the talk at halftime is we can't send them to the free throw line, and I think a lot of that was because they got offensive rebounds too. Megan Fisher, we talked about she has a good day. You're going to have a good day. She got in some foul trouble, but she also made some great uh, plays, yeah. especially to kind of get you started there in the second half uh, when you when you were tied up and, and helped get you the early lead in the third quarter. Yeah, we really wanted to utilize her in the second half. Unfortunately, she was in foul trouble, but I thought when she was in, she had really productive productive minutes and productive possessions. Um, you know, she went up strong. The talk with her at halftime was she was catching the ball Way too high. If we could get her on the D block, I don't think they could stop her. We waited for Katie Nichols to get going, but uh, when she got going, she got going here in the second half. Yeah, Katie Katie's a really good shooter. Um, she struggled, you know, lately this year, but uh, she's been coming in the gym every morning and, and shooting a whole bunch of shots. And, you know, it was, it was one of those things where it was just a matter of time, and to see her go off in the second half was fun to see because when, when Katie Nichols is making shots, we're – I think we're a really good team. Talk about your strategy in the fourth quarter when you got that lead up to 10. You knew the two girls that you had to cover, and, boy, Barrett and, and Cave just really never could get anything even off. They, they didn't get any really clean looks. They bury a three here in the corner with a hand in their face, but your defense the last three minutes was as good as it was all day. Yeah, they're, you know, we were scoring points in the third quarter, but they were they were uh, re- responding with points too, and, and uh, so what we did in the fourth quarter, we went a little triangle two on Cave and Barrett, and uh, that seemed to help. Um, and those, I mean, those two are just really good players. Well, I know when Cave got two fouls in the first three minutes, everybody's hoping, and they brought her back in, try to get that third. She tried to get the third a couple of times, and then Fisher had to come out. But I said it in the first half, and, and I thought Casey Pierce played as good a game as she could have possibly played today for you. She did everything. Casey is is really good, you know, and um, you know you see it in practice all the time. It's just one of those things, you know. When when she brings in a game, she's hard to stop. And today she was driving to the hoop, and she's physical, you know. She's really strong, and girls kind of get out of the way when Casey starts driving to the hoop. Then you know she shows up big in big time games, and she did that today. Well, let's finish it off a very quick scouting report on who you might play tomorrow. Obviously, you know North Bend. That's who beat you last year, state champ and Dundee County, who's put together quite the run down there in southwest Nebraska. Yeah, it'll be fun. You know, both North Central and the Dundee County coaches are two of my good friends. So, you know, whoever we play, it'll be a fun matchup. You know, North Central's got the experience coming off the state title, and, and Dundee, I think Dundee is probably the, the most physical team in uh, D1. So it'll kind of be a pretty interesting – it'll be an interesting matchup, whoever we play. All right, see you tomorrow morning, Coach. Thank Congratulations. You. Thanks. That's the head coach of your uh, Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs, Jordan Arsdorf. They are now 26-1 and on the season after a 62-54 win here this afternoon against Weeping Water. We'll look at the final numbers right after this. 
Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. It's prom time at Gary Michaels Clothiers. Let the experts help you select the perfect tuxedo or suit rental for your special night. For 35 years, Gary Michaels Clothiers has provided quality tuxedo rentals. Choose from hundreds of vests and tie colors, sure to complement any dress. Mark your calendar for the prom event Saturday, March 16th at the Hastings Store. Book your tux and save. Wedding tuxedo rentals are 10% off now through March 30th. Free tux with qualifying rentals and ring bearer pricing. Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Our state tournament coverage brought to you in part by Impact Seeds, your seeds for success. As we are back here at Lincoln North Star, as always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. Let's go ahead and look at the final numbers of the basketball game. First off, for Weeping Water, five players scored. Reagan Aronson just had the one rebound. Jamison Toomey had two threes for her six points, two rebounds. Brianna Lawson, two points, four rebounds, and a blocked shot. Reba Wilson, 1.3 rebounds, and then you get to the big two. Peyton Barrett, 13 points, 10 rebounds, and Grace Cave, 32 points, 8 rebounds, 3 blocked shots. She attempted 12 free throws in the game and knocked down 9 of those. 19 rebounds in the first half, 10 of the second half. Free throw shooting, 14 of 18 in the first half, 3 of 4 in the second half. 3-point shooting, 2 of 8. In the first half, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, they put up 14 in the second half and were able to hit 5 of those 14. And turnovers, 10 in the first half, 6 in the second half. They really took those 10 turnovers were in the first 12 minutes of the game. So they took much better care of the ball as the game progressed. But then nobody but Cave could score in the second half. She had 22 of their 30 points in the second half. Weeping Water, 24 at halftime. 30 in the second half, 54 points, 29 rebounds, 17 out of 22 at the free throw line, 7 of 22 from three-point land, four blocks, and 16 turnovers. Weeping Water will end the season at 18-9. For Pleasanton, they had seven players score. Katie Nichols, 11 points, all in the second half, three threes and a couple of free throws. Paige Weisdorfer, one rebound. Natalie Siegel, four points, two rebounds. McKenna Siegel, four points and a rebound. Isabel Pate. 
10 points, 4 rebounds. Katie Linder, 8 points, 8 rebounds, and a block. Casey Pierce, the double-double, 16 points and 11 rebounds, and you throw in all the steals she had. She is the player of the game. And Megan Fisher, despite having some foul trouble, 9 points, a couple of rebounds, and 1 block. 14 rebounds in the first half, 18 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 2 of 5 in the first half, 6 of 11 in the second half. Three-point shooting, 0 of 4 in the first half, 4 of 7 in the second half. Turnovers, 12 in the first half, 6 in the second half. We were tied at 24 at halftime, 38 in the second half. The dog, 62 points, 32 rebounds, 8 out of 16 at the free throw line, 4 of 11 from three-point land, two blocks, and 18 turnovers, and Pleasanton is on to the semifinals with a record of 26-1, winning at 62-54. We'll give you the other finals from the state tournament and wrap it up on the New West Post Game Show right after this. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we'll do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Value meals at Amigos King's Classic are a big hit, so we've decided to up the ante. Now you can get five items for only $5. That's right, five for five. Still four meals to choose from, each with two favorite menu items, French fries or Mexi fries, a drink, and now a side of homemade chips and Amigos spicy cheese sauce. That's a lot of food for five bucks. Bigger and better, five for $5 value meals. High five, Amigos. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, you'll find a sales team you can trust, along with a great selection of vehicles to navigate the winter roads in Nebraska. Plus, easy financing options are available pending credit approval. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today at their state-of-the-art facility. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, for sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team, or go online anytime at FriesenFord.com. Back on the New West Post Game Show. We're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth wrapping up our coverage. Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance called Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Final scores of the other two o'clock games in Class A Lincoln East knocked off number two Millard South 57 56 in C1 in overtime. Newman held off North Bend Central 52 to. 48 and in C2 it was Oakland Craig over Ponca 59 to 47. Games that are just about ready to get underway on the Breeze 94.5 Adam Central and Wahoo and on 1230 KHAS and ESPN 1460 and 1550 St. Cecilia is taking on Superior later tonight Blue Hill and Crofton 7 o'clock on the Breeze 94.5 from Lincoln Southwest also at 7 tonight from the Devaney 
Grand Island Northwest will be taking on Seward. Earlier today in Class B, Elkhorn South beat Sydney 51-37. Creed over Scott 48-29. In C1, Lincoln Christian beat West Point Beamer 46-35. Mitchell over Lakeview 45-41. Here in D1, Elkhorn Valley upset North Platte St. Pat's 55-54. Archbishop Bergen scored the final seven points in a 54-50 win over Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family. And in D2, Sterling over Chambers Wheeler Central 44-37. And Falls City Sacred Heart beat Ewing 58 to 39. We will be back tomorrow here on Power 99 at 10:45 for the Devaney Center as Pleasanton will take on either the team that beat them last year in the semifinals in one state North Central or the team in Dundee County Stratton that made it to the state runner up in 2015 and 2017. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. The Bulldogs on to the semifinals. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 10.30 from the Devaney Center for our producer engineer back at the studio, Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Duda. The final, Pleasanton 62, Weeping Water 54. Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a long-standing service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. 
The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.